By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and our guest today is Tyvee. Tyvee is a singer-songwriter with a rich history in the traditions of folk music and the power of song, especially when the song is joined by listeners around the world singing their hearts out for all humanity. She's enjoyed great success, and we talked about her only album so far, Rising Tide. Please welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts, Tyvee. How are you doing on Spotify? Oh, interesting that you should ask that. That's something that uh, I, that's on my, it's been at the top of my to-do list for about one year, you know? Really? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, it's funny because I've, yeah, that's actually, I think my biggest, um, um, my biggest challenge is to really convert myself to the digital my own my own habits to the digital world like right. it's okay once i'm in the realm of it but i'm so used to being a person who bought lps and then the cds and i still have you know i have a car with the cd player you know right, yeah. and that's yeah. how you know and so i i really just have to transition my own listening habits and yeah yeah and um and also i mean spotify does have you know great pages for artists and to get going on that so i just need to dig into that yeah well i do um i do still buy all my music so um even though i don't buy cds so much i i do buy the music before i play it i'm a little gun shy of spotify there's something about the nature of it kind of bothers me and I feel that artists are not getting their due. Um, but yeah. anyway, I'm a pretty much an old yeah. timer when yeah. it comes to that. I, would there, <laughs> <laughs> there's a woman in. Uh, in but you know we're... Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, like we're all here on this planet, and music still exists. And then to me, it's like a question of so tidy, get over it, and. To just figure out the best ways that are available to get to actually ha- help the connections happen between music and people. Makes so sense. that's, you know, I just have to rejig how I approach that all of the time. Yeah. I thought Adele's kind of um, a recent move was interesting with Spotify. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I only know your one album, and I have long been a big fan of it. And of course, you sent it to me uh, a few years back, and I've, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was so touched by that. I wasn't really sure how you f- found out that I did these shows, but uh, I've, I, I wanted to talk to you for quite a while. We've been doing these interview shows now for two years. Can you imagine? Holy man, this, uh, the pandemic changed everything in terms of, because uh, this used to be a live show in the station, and of course all of that got thrown out the window. Mm. But then, surprisingly, another opportunity presented itself and allowed me to uh, 
um, serendipitously, really, or fortuitously, really, in a way, I, I started to get asked to do interviews from people all over the world, actually, uh, for this little radio show. So anyway, so I had you on my list for quite a while, and finally, I'm so grateful to meet you. Um, so Rising Tide is a very powerful, powerful album, but it's it's the only album you have available so far, is it not? Or is there another that's right yeah no um that is the only album i have available out there and um i had started recording um uh, another um uh, my like the, the follow-up album and um of course uh, i you know had done some basic tracks in studio for for a few cuts and had my next session um scheduled for april of 2020 yeah and um and then um, and that's when I realized, you know, I have to uh, rejig and take a look at what's going to be happening there. So I did take some time out and just uh, did a, a recording of um, of one song that, you know, I, I created for YouTube and did like did in pandemic conditions where I was not in the studio playing together with other musicians. So that was an interesting experiment. But right. Yeah, no, that um, the, the second album is, is, has been waiting to get out there. And, right. um, and I, and I actually, I'll just continue to talk because I've been really, um, it's been an interesting process. Uh, at first, after the pandemic came in, I thought, well, you know, I can still do it. We can just, you know, send the tracks back and forth, you know, digitally. And as I was about to get going with that, I realized even with Rising Tide, um, there was one track on Rising Tide that ended up being done to a click track mm -hmm. as opposed to all of the other ones. Yeah. And that one received less plays than um than than the rest of them really? and i just feel that with the kind of music i do yeah yeah like there's there's this kind of um you know the songs breathe yeah you know? yep, and do um and it becomes a really important thing and when i really sat with it, i said i want to be in the room you know when the rhythm track is being played i want to be a part of that creation with the others you right. know yeah and um so that's uh, um, so I have uh, I have uh, three tracks that are done that happened just pre-pandemic with that, and I'm just working out the opportunities where everyone feels happy to get into the studio together to do a live recordings of right. the, of the basic tracks. Right. Well, Rising Tide has got incredible amount of uh, joy and energy in it. Um, so I, I want to make sure we talk about about a few of the songs on that but before I go much oh, yeah. further I need to get a little bit of a sense of your background and be, and please forgive me but I'm not sure if I'm saying your name properly so maybe maybe you could uh, say your name for us so I've, I've got a reference of course it's Tyvee like um oh, okay. like Tyvee yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've been called Toyota and Taffy and everything else. I'll answer to everything. You know, it's Tyvee is good. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah. so you want to walk us a little bit through your uh, your background a bit and uh, just give listeners a little sense of sure. 
how you got to this spot where we are right now? Yeah. Um, well, how do we get here? Um, <laughs> music was something that I just always, you know, I mean, I think like so many people out there, it was always like breath. It was, you know, creation was always something that you did. When my family got in the car, we would always sing, you know, and I just assumed that's what happened with all of the other cars on the highway when I was a kid. Um, and I continued to, you know, like music was always the one thing I, I was just drawn to doing and I'd always been writing and playing throughout time. And, um, and at, at a certain point I realized, well, I've got all of these songs. I should start to look at getting them out there and I'm going to jump leap. There had been opportunities I'd played with other people in some bands and I'd had some, oh, some wonderful opportunities. One with uh, playing with uh, Garth Hudson in Midland, Ontario. Really? It was uh, such a treat. Yeah. Um, I had been, yeah, uh, yeah I uh, just uh, myself and uh, another Garth um, here in Toronto, we were playing in Midland um, at the Twisted Pines Festival Pete LeBlanc and Jason LaProd and Garth Hudson had heard of, um, of one of uh, Garth, Garth Douglas's work and so he, he said Kay can I sit in with you guys when you're playing there and great and my great moment has been in the dressing room before the before the kind of finale performance Garth and Maude Hudson were there and they're um, they were looking to do Peace of My Heart. Maude is an amazing singer. And so they were rehearsing it with Garth on the, um, on the accordion. And sometimes I have no filter. And I came out and said, oh, there's a G chord there. <laughs> and, you know, so Garth Hudson nods and said, okay, thanks. And then as they're about to go on, he looks over at me and said, hey, I need you there as a guitar player. And that was that was my great moment of all time. I mean, you know, I grew up at a time when it was always the guys that were the guitarists, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so, so that that one has always remained deeply within me. Yeah. Anyway, so there was um, events like that, but I hadn't done anything like it to get my music formally out there. But I've always been drawn to musical excellence and. Uh, some years back, uh, Claire Lynch, who um, who you may well know, she's uh, just an amazing bluegrass artist and singer, and she um, was up here in Toronto dating a fellow who's since become her husband, and um, and I went up to her and asked her, you know, if she would ever consider mentoring, mentoring mm -hmm. someone, mm -hmm. and uh, she and she looked at me and said, well, I've never done that before, but sure i'm willing to give it a try <laughs> and so when she so great you know i get to spend you know an hour of my time with claire lynch to be you know looking at, at one, one of my songs so i pulled out get on home and uh we thought well why don't we why don't we do a demo of that and i was trying to figure out who i would use as a bass player because the bass player i had been using had just moved out to the west coast and claire said well you know we're coming back through ontario and another in another couple of months and maybe my marquee could help and her marquee was mark schatz who is just a beautiful um bass player and um and so we went into the studio and um 
I said, well, rather than just one song, why don't we do three? We've got the studio time. And yeah. then that turned into four or five, six more. And then we're almost there at the album. And right. um, that was how Rising Tide came out there. Because all, all I had to do was collect up my songs. And um, and it was not just Mark Schatz, but um, the other fellows who Claire would be playing with. Right. So we met in Toronto. We actually met in Frankfurt when they were in touring in Europe. And I happened to be in Sweden at that point and uh, it was just it was just the most amazing experience and I think that's why you can hear the joy in some of the songs because it was a terrific adventure yeah well well it's can I ask where you recorded it and uh did you have a producer and those types of yeah things? yeah beautiful sound yeah I, um actually yeah I can tell you um every time Every time that Claire Lynch was in the studio with me, the music sounded so much better. Okay. And so um, I'm going to have to say Claire, in fact, was there as as the producer. Right. I mean, okay. the two of us would be working on stuff. But when I did anything without her, I would. it just didn't have that same energy to it. You are listening to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and we are speaking with Tyvee. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome back to Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and we're in conversation with singer-songwriter Tyvee. Um, most, um, we started in, uh, Ken Whiteley has a, um, has a studio here in Toronto, and right. uh so we started, we started there, um, and that was, and it would be with Claire and Nick Chelios was on the soundboard. And then and that was only to be for, you know, for a few cuts, but then it began to expand. So when Ryan Roberts, um, he's out in Nova Scotia, um, he, um, he, you know, he did his vocals out, out in, uh, close to Wolfsburg, um, anyway, out in Nova Scotia, Kempville. And, uh, then um, the part that we did in Frankfurt was I found this fellow Tom Cornus, who is um, amazing, got a fabulous studio and gave us a choice of like five or six mics that he would test us in right. in his studio there. Um, and uh, um, as well as, um, you know, we did some overdubs um, in Nashville with, uh, I think, you know, Jim Hurst and Jeez. some others were there. Yeah. Wow. So it was just um, it was just a wonderful creation because Claire brings such excellence to her listening and also just she you know really in tune with you know sitting with her it's like what does this song need you know right. what what can really bring out the heart of this song and and she's also you know she would be very connected with individuals whom she thought would be able to get it you right. know capture yeah. the vibe of it and yeah. we would go to wherever we needed to go to to get that did you grow up in toronto or did you uh are you f like how did that all come about because i think i have yeah. a small connection with you i used to live in eudora uh, in the estonian oh! campground there yes and uh, yeah joe carew yeah yeah well, yeah and uh <laughs> couple of uh, the best years of my life spent there with that uh, in that little place um, it really uh, set the wow. uh, foundation for a lot of good things to come but uh, 
yeah so i like so you grew up in toronto is that where you f- sort of formed your musical yeah. uh background or connections yeah yeah all right i like i was actually born go ahead I was born at Church and Bloor oh, um, okay. in the Grace Salvation Army Hospital. It's been a parking lot since forever, since after I was born. But uh, right. yeah, and my parents had uh, recently come to Canada um, via Sweden from Estonia right. after the war, right. or okay. from the war. Yeah. Um, and um, and so I actually grew up in the midst of the, um, I'll call it the expatriate Estonian community here. Right. Um, and so that was actually where a lot of that, I mean, music was such an integral part of Estonian life. And right. I think especially when you get to expatriate communities, it's what it's what would tie the people, you know, back to their roots would be through song because they couldn't go on the actual land. Right. And um, and so to, to me, I think that's I said earlier, like I thought that music, everyone sang in their cars and, you know, it was very much like breathing. In fact, the mm. country, interestingly enough, ultimately attained its independence in 1991 in what was known as the singing revolution. Oh. And that was when um, uh, there was close to a half million people gathered at the song festival grounds in Tallinn, Estonia. I know my father went there and he came back a changed person. It was a song festival that was held that people came to, you know, went came to from all parts of the world. And the uh, choral tradition has been huge in Estonia. Um, It's the composers are the heroes. You know, when you go to Tallinn, the the big bronze statutes of the heroes are not of the war heroes on a mounted horse, but of the composers that that wrote the songs that brought the country through. And so when my dad was there, the official um, program had ended of a you know, few hours of different choral groups coming on. And everybody stayed at the festival grounds, like hundreds of thousands of people singing song after song after song together for six hours. And the following year, the country attained its full independence as, um, as Estonia again. What a remarkable so that was, story. You know, that's a remarkable yeah, event. We, yeah. uh, we need some inspiration like that in the world right now. Maybe we should all start singing <laughs> no out kidding. loud. Oh my gosh, we need to change courses so badly. Did you play? Did you play professionally and tour and those types of things before your album, or uh, were you doing something else and working on my music on the side? Not a whole working? lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You you know I was actually told you know and, and I think this comes from. Um, well, very much in my in my parents thing, um, you know, they were so aware of how unstable life could be, you know, and they were always concerned about, you know, and in Estonia, everyone is a musician, it seems, you know, so it was always like, okay, Tyvi, music is a hobby, it's on the side, but you have to, you know, really establish yourself <laughs> with okay. their sense of it to them, music was nothing special, it was just breathing, you know, right. yeah. so music was always to be quote, on the side. But, you know, even with that, you know, I would, um, I would be going out and playing wherever I could, but I was not, I was didn't do any touring until even just as Rising Tide came out, I went out and I played out in, in BC, and then out on the East Coast a bit. And, um, 
and then I had reset things with thinking about the experience of releasing rising tide had me thinking further about how I was going to release my current album because I actually have EU citizenship and when I was out there I was thinking okay great uh, there are some anchors I can have here to be in Germany and uh, and as well as in the Netherlands and right. the, the actual reception that Rising Tide got in Europe was 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 pretty nice so yeah. I was looking to develop that um, touring ability um, with uh, with my new album Okay. So um, that's, um, but you know, one is always pivoting and rethinking these things, but the, um, but the connections with people remain, you know, and um, so I'm still working on that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Canadian artists in, in some ways, uh, Europe is wonderful for Canadian artists, right? Um, I, have a friend yeah. of, I have a friend of mine, uh, Joe Nolan, who... Uh, he was having huge success. Oh, yeah. Do you know Joe at all? I mean, he's a remarkable young artist. I do. Yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, it really um, appreciated his... Um, his um, he, he, actually, he just uh, re released another album, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Scrapper. It's amazing. Um, yeah. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Some I, beautiful, beautiful writing. Yeah. Well, he moves. He moves in different. He has a kind of a quite a range of approaches that he uses to express his emotions. It's pretty exciting. And Scrapper's a little more. Uh, you know, his last album was almost all introspective, finger picking kind of thing. And then, yeah. So, well, that's neat. Now, did you? Uh, did you um, did you live out west at all, or did you did you work out there for an extended period of time, or did you always come back home to Toronto? No. Yeah, yeah uh, Toronto's been largely my home base. I right. mean, um, Perry, the Perry Sound, Muskoka area has been an area that I've been actually drawn to for for years. Something about something about the rocks that yeah. that have come through from you know. Um, mm -hmm. Want, you know, a billion years back that are still there, I think kind of pulls me there. But. This is Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean, and we spoke to Tyvee today. Behind the Drive Shortcuts is an independent production of McLean Music 2022. All rights are reserved, and copyright applies to all songs. Thanks so very much for listening. <laughs>